Talking Hockey, the Hockey Talking Show, Season 2, Episode 4. Today, we'll issue our statement on Dustin Bufflin. Dun, dun, dun. We'll talk about the Jets' recent roadie through the Southwest USA. We'll talk about Canada's best hockey team. No, not the Leafs. Tommy's going to wear a brand new pair of pants and their track pants. Oh, baby. And our vintage hockey hair and local legend of the week are both former Jets goalies. I'm going to roll the intro. Do it. Here's Lemieux. The center penalty coming up. Look at Lemieux. Oh, my heavens. What a goal. What a move. Lemieux. Oh, baby. There's a mistake to the throw. Puck by Richard. A taser from Jonathan Taves is first. Talking Hockey, the Hockey Talking Show. I am co-host Tom, and I have got with me on my right wing, as per the usual, it's co-host Randy. Hey, you know, I thought last Epi we played really well. You know, we got pucks deep, gave it a full 60. Tommy had some key plays down low there. You know, we took a few couple bad segments there, but we killed them off, and we got her going. Here we go, boys. <laughs> well, that's the best pre-game uh, interview I've heard, and, uh, you know, no, truer words have never been <clears throat> spoken. Um, as I trip over my own words here. But look, you're tuned in to Talkin' Hockey, the Hockey Talkin' Show, uh, Season 2, Episode 4. We're on a roll here. Um, Mondays are our new jam. We originally thought maybe Sundays were going to be that thing, but uh, we're, we're recording Monday nights, so if you're a night owl, you'll get it uh, delivered to your phone on a Monday night uh, but uh, or just look for it Tuesday morning when you get up. Almost instantly. This whole system we've got going on with UMFM and our good buddy Jared. Yep. We throw that up there on their on their old little Webernet website there. <laughs> just and... on the old Weber- Webernet. You get <laughs> the dial-up like it... tubes going. And... <laughs> it's Wait. immediately on Apple like a freaking yeah. podcast. It's yes. pretty crazy. How... So here, here's all our links and how to listen to us and everything. UM, www.umfm.com um, you go on there and you can either just search in the, in the, you know, search bar there for talk and hockey or go under program directory directory, hit the T we're right there. Um, and, and then you can listen right on the website. You can download it right there. Uh, it'll take you to the Apple, um, or just, yeah, in Apple I, iTunes or whatever, like where you get your podcasts there, type in talk and hockey. There we are. Subscribe. Uh, give us a little star rating if you if you so feel the need. Do we uh, have any yet? Yeah, there's two oh, five yeah. star ratings. Nice. But we're the number one rated show in Metropolitan uh, Osborne Village. Uh, Hello, as far as <laughs> talking hockey goes, we're so, trending, boys. Yeah, and our digital mailbag was full this week. Yikes! I didn't even write that on our. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah. Oh. So we'll get into Did it. Did you hurt your back carrying it over here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I've uh, been working out, so. Oh, right on. No. So uh, we take us through the old social media accounts because there's about 14 of them and they're yeah, all different. That's right. So what you're going to want to do is <laughs> while you're on the internet, just go on over to Instagram and follow uh, at Talking Hockey Podcast. Um, sorry, just sorry. At Talking Hockey. Oh, no, I was right the first time. <laughs> at Talking <laughs> underscore hockey underscore podcast. 
Uh, that's on Instagram. On Twitter, we're talking at Talking Hockey Pod, and then you can always drop us an email, uh, Talking Hockey Pod at Gmail So those are all the ways to get a hold of us. Basically, uh, give us a follow on all of those mediums, uh, and yeah, we we aim to entertain. And hey, maybe you'll even learn something along the way. One or two things, maybe. Yeah, we got some. Well, I was kind of uh, impressed with my old. Uh, when we pulled out the hockey cards there last week and there was like three players in a row that were all in movies. Yeah, that's right. That was awesome. <laughs> and you knew that. You knew yeah. each one. Yeah. Peter um, Zezel. Yeah. Cam yeah, Neely. Yeah. And who was, oh, uh, Marty McSorley. And so remember it was like the 75th anniversary, 75th yeah, yeah. NHL anniversary. But Actually, then on their course. jerseys, none of them had the crest. Well, because the pictures I, would have I, been from the yeah, year before. Exactly. Yeah. And and in my head, remember I was like, oh, it's uh, these are 93. Right. Um, but that's the 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 actual seventy fifth anniversary was ninety one ninety two. So then the next the year is when they had ninety three was when they yeah. had the things. The yeah. cards are here somewhere. Oh, yeah. there they are. Over oh there. Yeah, yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah. I found the same pen I used last week. There you go. <laughs> Nostalgia. <laughs> yeah, it's like hockey uh, superstitions. Like we're using yeah. the same gear. You always, know? Yeah. always write out the show notes with this LaRoche McDonald. Pen. There you go. Yeah. yeah, and put your equipment on left side first, and then right side. I always do, and you know what? I didn't last week, and I had oh, probably God. the worst game yeah. ever. So. I, I like completely undress and start again if I screw <laughs> <Yeah>. up. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. I was too full of smoked meat sandwich is it's all what good. I was thinking. Those things happen. Worst pregame meal ever. No, hot soup is the worst pregame meal ever. We'll get into that. Let's talk about our beer Let's first. do it. Yeah. Our local craft beer of the week. Today, what do we got, Randy? Well, I figured we should go back to uh, Western Winnipeg, close mm-hmm. to Ikea there, mm-hmm. um, for all your furniture needs. Uh, right, <laughs> I don't know. Right across the street, there was Trans-Canada Brewing Company, and yeah. they uh, make some of Winnipeg's finest beer, in my opinion. Yeah, they you know, do. S- some other people might not feel the same way. I do. But hey, I like I like a lot of their beers, and they really took it to the next level with the artwork on a lot of their cans and bottles. They do uh, have some I'm of the sti- best brands. I still want to find out who does this artwork because I want them to make something for me. Mm-hmm. Anyways, what we're drinking tonight is the old... No, it doesn't say on here. It's like mm. you'd think someone would want to take credit for this beautiful yeah. work of art. But we're drinking Sidewinder, and it's a Vienna lager from TransCanada. Yeah. As I mentioned, they're over there on Keniston. Um, I don't it's know part if of their seasonal series. They're, they're uh, 1290 Keniston Boulevard. Yeah, you basically just go to Ikea and then turn around right and go across, across the yeah. road, I guess. Get, so. get caught in traffic for about 15 minutes and yeah, then uh, yeah. grab yourself a you beer. You can see that Ikea sign all the way from downtown. I was on the 11th floor of a building downtown last September, and I could see the Ikea sign. And I looked at Google Maps, it was like 8 or 10 kilometers away or oh, something yeah. like that. So anyway. Uh, it's a Winnipeg icon now, unfortunately. <laughs> We're not talking about Ikea, though, here. No. We're talking about... Trans-Canada Brewing Company. They make a lot of great beers. They do. Um, they, so I they, have not had this one yet. You mm, said you have? I have. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's, d- let's dig in here yeah. and uh, get her going. Yeah, sure. I love that sound. In stereo. It makes for great audio. Oh, that's tasty. Yeah. It's a real nice one. I, I could drink that after a hockey game. Oh, definitely. Or before or so during. A, v- a Vienna lager is just like a classic European style lager is all that is. And then it's got those sweet notes afterwards that are some sort of malt or hop that they use, I guess. But check, check out this clever thing in the name I just noticed now. It's not side winder. It's side. Viender. Viender. Because yeah. like W-I-E-N. That's how you say Vienna in German. That's right. Yeah. Good catch. 
pretty sharp. Yeah. I, I totally glazed over that. <laughs> well, I've had, like I said, I've had it before, but that's the first time I've noticed it. So nice I like it. subtlety good. there. Good work over there at Trans Canada Brewing Company. Yeah. You can find them on the old socials. Um, I think there are things on here somewhere. Yeah. I've been tagging the, our beer of the week. Trans in, Canada in, beer. In, so on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, yeah. Trans Canada beer. Nice. Yeah. So it's good. So every week we do a different uh, craft beer of the week. And so, yeah, Trans Canada Brewing with the side Viender. 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 <laughs> and we're, we're keeping it local. Yeah. Keeping it local. Yeah. Yeah. We love our, there's no shortage of uh, different Winnipeg beers to try all the time. And uh, I mean, if there were breweries outside of Winnipeg, but still Manitoba, I think we'd consider. Uh, but I don't know that there really are. are there? There's a couple, but yeah. uh, there's yeah. still a lot of beers I guess here. Farmery is out in uh, Nipua. Yeah, um, and I guess you could maybe call uh, Lake of the Woods. Yeah, it's kind of. Thing. of yeah. yeah, exactly. But, and they uh, will be brewing downtown soon enough, so I heard that, that will yeah. classify them. But yeah. I do believe there are one or two beers that we haven't had on the show yet from Winnipeg. So we'll we'll keep her going. Yeah. No shortage there. Let's uh, get ready for puck drop of period one here. Oh yeah. I got some uh, Gatorade in me. Here we go, boys. Uh, At least smelling salts. What's your flavor for Gatorade? Uh, You know what? If, if it's during a game, I have to say orange or red. Yeah. 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 I like blue all the time. Yeah. Blue, blue, like outside, like, I don't know. I just don't want a blue mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Makes it look like you're cold. Yeah. Ice cold. I, I'm, I, I like the orange, orange and red. Yeah. 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 Okay. But they're all, you know, I right. drink them They're all. all just colors. Yeah. I think they taste the same. Yeah. They're all pure sugar. Yeah. 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 Cool. Um, all right. Puck drop. Here we go. Yeah. So basically, I guess let's cut to the meat of the chase. Is that what the saying is? No. Cut, cut, the, cut right to the bone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the heart of the matter. Uh, our, we're going to issue our formal statement on Dustin Bufflin here. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, we took a, a week to type this all out. <laughs> Great consideration uh, for what we want to uh, say. No, basically, I think what we're trying to say is, look, here at Talking Hockey, the Hockey Talking Show, uh, you know, we're obviously Jets fans. And so we're going to talk about Jets stuff. But look... There's no point in us talking about Dustin Bufflin's situation, uh, as it were, because we're not insiders or experts. And even the insiders and experts, I don't know that they know what the they hell they're talking about. They don't know what's going about. on. I don't even you know. know if Sheffel Dayoff knows what's going Nobody on. Nobody knows what's yeah. going on. So basically, you can go over to Sportsnet or TSN or Illegal Curve or the Free Press or whoever and get your behind-the-scenes news on all the rumors and stuff. Uh, because I, I think kind of honestly, that's all it is, is speculation oh, yeah. and rumors. Because Darren Drager just a couple of weeks ago said there was growing optimism Bufflin would be returning. And now uh, we just heard this past week he's uh, had ankle surgery and he's out for four months. Yeah. So who? So th- there's no point in us talking go about that Dustin road. Bufflin yeah. aside from because, look, I'm a Jets fan. But I'm also a Dustin Bufflin fan. Back when he was playing for the Hawks when he came into the league and he basically manhandled uh, Vancouver for two years in a row there, that was something else to watch, you know. And then uh, just like watching him over the years develop into the player he's now, he's my favorite Jet. I've, you know, like he's... Personality, yeah. great player. Yeah. So one, one of a kind, can take over a game. Yeah. Can strangle two national predators. <laughs> That's you know, exactly like, Everything right? you want in a hockey player. He can do it all. Yeah. So... Um, so I don't, I, I don't think that we should really even talk about that. But what we we can talk about and what we should talk about are e the Jets is just their on ice sort of 
stuff and then the maybe some of the daily comings and goings that we hear about but like you know like i say you can go to any number of sports media to find out a hot take about dustin bufflin's situation and uh i don't really feel like saying one way or another what i think because well a what's it matter and 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 b i just told you what i think i like them and i like the jets and yeah i hope that it's a peaceful happy ending well so. i i also think that you know, there's a lot of unnecessary noise in in some of this hockey reporting, if you can call it that. Certainly. And, uh, you know, a lot of guys are, you know, are rep- reporters or writers or what, <laughs> sorry, whatever you want to call them. Um, they're just writing stuff for the sake of filling up space on well, the yeah, internet. They've got, they've got airtime to fill. They've got uh, internet space to fill, newspaper pages to print, etc. So they need to write something. And it obviously is a big story, but you know, it's like, it's like how everybody or not everybody, but a lot of hockey media, they focus on like the, the between headlines, uh, or beyond headlines segment on hockey night in Canada. I can't stand it. Cause it's all just like salary cap stuff and blah, blah, blah. It's yeah. not hockey talk. It's boring. It's, it's finance. You know, I, I wonder know. if Kevin Shavel day off, like with his morning coffee, if he opens up the newspaper and he's like, Oh God, what's all this garbage? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, uh, or if he, yeah like because like regular people read the newspaper so you just got to think sometimes i forget i think we forget that the shovel day off is just he's like a regular person he's got a cool job yeah you know what i mean but do you think he wants to like read through like the noise and be like oh god these guys are clueless he probably gets the destinations and diversions section does the crossword (laughs) and like reads about spain or something like that and that's he skips over the sports section, yeah. you know. Tosses that out he to gets, the yeah. All the sports the talk he needs to hear. He go he hears it when he goes to work. So I don't know. Yeah. But, um, Anyways, that, our statement is that there is no statement. <laughs> our statement is we have growing optimism that there will be a a statement sometime sometime <laughs> yeah. in the future. So yeah. Anyway, let's talk about the Winnipeg Jets and their recent uh, road trip through part of California and into the desert in uh, uh, Nevada. Uh, So they didn't go to LA, but they went to Anaheim and San Jose. Do you know the way to San Jose? I do. It's straight up the number 101. (laughs) You take the 101 up there. Be sure to wear a flower in your hair. (laughs) I don't know. Anyway. uh, But let's proceed this with the Jets coming off a huge win at the Heritage Classic. Yeah. So yeah. You, you would think that they're going to roll into Anaheim with a couple days off. You know, the boys are fresh. Yeah. They have but a unfortunately, big game outdoors. they get to Anaheim and they seem to forget a bunch of stuff back in Regina. They did. Yeah. They <laughs> like goals. Yeah. And saves. Saves, I think a lot of is what they forgot a lot of in, in Regina. Yeah. Hellebuck got pulled. Yeah, so it wasn't his finest game, but I will say he's had a fine season to date, aside from oh, yeah. maybe two games, I think, that you could probably say, hmm, didn't have it that night, you know? Um, well, he definitely redeemed himself the next game. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, yeah, they get they get kind of blown out in Anaheim. 7-4, <clears throat> yeah. 7-4 was the final. I, I watched part of the game. I didn't see the full thing. I think I must have went to bed or something because... Well, it's a late... late the late ones there. Started at 9.30, actually. Yeah. Yeah, on a Tuesday. Yeah, so yeah. I think I I think I, I passed on the third period. You know something. what? I'm not going to lie. I turned it off and I watched American Horror Story. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, but yeah, then uh, Friday night, 
They had, and Saturday night they had a back to back. So everybody's always scared of these back to backs. So you got Helly in the first one. They put Bushwa in for the second one. That's right. And um, so San Jose gave the Jets a bit of a run for the money. Eh? They've outshot them fifty-one to nineteen 53. or something like that. It was fifty-one okay, saves. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I I had my Friday night uh, sort of hockey skate there over at the local rink, and we go to the any scouts there. Oh, it was <laughs> like everybody was a scout there oh, for sure. Yeah, um, you're gonna like get the your guy call who here drives soon. The Zamboni, <laughs> yeah. the guy who uh, Darren mops Drager the floor. was there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but after the game, we go to a local establishment, and uh, because the Jets were in California, the game was still on, so right. we caught the last half of the game or whatever. And it took me about five minutes of watching before I even noticed the shot clock. Yeah, on, yeah. on the screen there, and I was like, holy. Sweet mother of mercy, 50. At that point, it was 40-something to 12 or whatever. It's like, my good Lord. Well, here's but, an interesting thought. Like, basically, you, you're going into a back-to-back. San Jose hasn't had a great season so far. They have not. And they gave that game to Hellebuck, and then that meant Brassois got the tougher team in Vegas. Yeah. You know, you would think that you'd maybe give... I was thinking they might switch it, it black. But, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Paul Maurice did that. Yeah. Connor Hellebuck uh, basically stoned... San Jose with 51 yeah. saves. Unreal, yeah. And then the following, you know, for the Vegas game, we basically caught up with it after our game yeah. a little bit there. That's right, on Saturday. And the yeah. Jets were down 3-1. They come back and, you know, Kyle Connor, my boy, makes... Uh, man, he had a heck of a game. Makes Schmidt there fall into the end boards yeah. and puts Just the puck behind him and Mark Scheifele buries it. Perfect pass on the tape there and then scored the OT winner, which was a thing of beauty. Patty Patrick, Liney yeah. had a head of steam coming into the zone. Doing the little cross. Made a little jukey juke. Oh, yeah. Drops the puck for Connor. A little shake just, and bake. Who just walked in yeah. and was like, well, nobody's going to take me, so I will just... And then... And how quickly he went five-hole on yeah, that one. Yeah, goalie thought he was going to pass go across. back to yeah. Line a. Yeah. Yeah, but Connor said, no, I'll just Huge tuck it game. in. I'll so just tuck it in. 3-1, down 3-1, Jets come back, win 4-3 in over, overtime. Mm. But another big moment in that game was obviously oh, yeah. our boy Adam Lowry with the yeah. hit on, on Tuke, Tuck? Uh, tuck, I tuck. believe is how you say it. And then the following shift, you know, what, what were your thoughts on what was going on there? Yeah, so this happened... Or that happened before I tuned in, so I didn't see it. I just saw the sort of aftermath and whatever. But because uh, I, when I got home to watch the game, it was already into the. It was after that had happened. But my thoughts are so yeah. Winnipeg's own Ryan Reeves grew up across the street from Scott Oak. I learned on the after hours. Uh, yeah, and. Um, yeah, so Gallant throws him out over the boards and puts him at center to take a face-off against... His first face-off ever, think, First yeah. face-off ever. So it's like, I mean, maybe he took face-offs back when he was a kid, but since he's been a pro or anything. So you know what's coming. And, man, uh, I'll tell you that Ryan Reeves is a scary individual, like, when it comes to fights. I don't know. Like, he's definitely the... The Bob Probert, I mean, that's a, you can't call somebody the Bob Probert of now because I Bob would, Probert, I, but he's like, he's a, he's I would a tough say customer. he's right near the top, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Like yeah. I not everyone fights anymore, but no, exactly. you would think that of everyone that's fighting right now, he's probably yeah. the best, if not one of the best. Kind of blew my mind. That's only his sixth fight since he joined the Vegas Golden Knights. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. I like what has said way more. Like twenty, but yeah, yeah. But that was that's only number six. 
Wow. And so, a couple of them were against Evander Kane. Yeah. yeah. So like, <laughs> you, oh, yeah. He got, he got into that. He, he doesn't like Evander. It's no. not just a show. No. Anyway. Um, but anyways, Adam Lowry, I, f- I feel that, you know, if I was a judge... I maybe he, got to give it to him. He like, did. He yeah. kind of got the best of them. Yeah. And and uh, I think, um, what's his name? Ray, Reeves's <clears throat> shoulder pads or jersey or something came up. And so it was limiting his... his... Well, he kind of had him like jerseyed there, eh? Yeah. 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 So, and a lot Adam of Lowry. He's a tough customer. He's yeah. a big, big boy. Big, mean feller. Yeah. Son of Dave. And uh, Did you see that thing the Jets posted on, on like their all like... The post game when they came into the yeah, locker yeah. room, yeah. I did see that. Yeah, yeah that's, that's cool. pretty funny. That's yeah. Good. yeah, yeah, I liked that. Yeah, um, the boys were feeling it. Yeah, well, even you know what, in that San Jose game, with Roslovic working hard down low, Roslovich, Roslovich. Sorry, yeah, we yeah, we're on we the learned proper that. pronunciation yeah. Yeah. train now. I've got two of his sticks there. And, uh, <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, the way that he set up Ehlers for that game-winning goal against San Jose, that was a beauty. Uh, and, and he had done just like earlier in that shift or maybe period a very similar good work along the boards like that getting in there made a nice play but on this one Ehlers sniped it and scored and then they go to the next game and basically they shake up the lines Mm. which that's gonna kind of foreshadow the question I have for you later on in the episode about what why what pants you'll be wearing and why well I love a good I love a good foreshadow I do you gotta keep the folks listening here yeah um all right, well let's uh, let's move on to our next next Jets topic here, which we were going to talk about. Uh, Vili Hanala and uh, Sammy Niku paired up on the moose. Now, normally we're not really talking moose here because I don't really know. I mean, I'm aware of who plays for them, but I never see AHL games. But uh, this was kind of making the rounds. Well, there was a little clip there when they were they like... They just like cycled it around yeah, or something. For like a good 45 seconds. Yeah, on yeah. Fi- Five on five, too. Yeah. yeah. So a couple just... Like they're s- similarly aged. Maybe uh, Niku's got two couple three years, years on, on yeah. the other fella, but a couple young Finnish defensemen. Uh, you got to think that it won't be long until uh, Sammy Niku's up with the Jets. Yeah. So I guess... Vili Hanala is going to be a moose for the rest of the year because he had the whole like, if he plays one more game, I think his is he, contract isn't he still stuck in. at eight? Oh, uh, I'm not sure. It needs it's ten, so like he can play nine, but once he plays that tenth uh, game, right in the then, in the bigs, then the contract kicks in. So first year of his ELC then kicks in, yeah. But because he's a he's a European first rounder he can play the ahl Correct. so he has agreed to do that which is great because otherwise he'd go back year, to finland last year they had Veselainen in a similar situation and and he wanted to go back to finland the jets allowed it i don't think that was good no for him. look how well that worked out for him yeah like where is he yeah he's yeah whatever but uh i mean different players but all that they are finnish i guess but you know uh, good for Billy to want to stick around and stick with the and, club. Yeah, do it he still moves. might get called up. Like, well, that's something thing. might happen where they might have to call him back up, and he might have to play. You know, more. Maybe yeah. he'll freaking win the Calder Calder well, Trophy. Hey, and and I, like I said in our our uh, wearing the pants segment uh, an episode or two ago, I have no problem with them burning that year. But I somebody since has pointed out to me that a lot of it's probably to do with the expansion draft. And if they ha- if they burn that year this year, they'll have to protect him by the time the expansion draft comes around. No, he'll still be ELC. 
Because it's 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 like in two years, so it'd be three years. He be he would be fine. Mm. Yeah, sure about that. Yeah, I, I, I guarantee it. Okay, yeah. I don't know. Um, but <laughs> if you think about it, though, uh, Kyle Connor, the first year he scored scored thirty for the Jets. Yeah, he didn't make the club out of training camp. What started in the AHL yeah, for right the season, came right. back up, and he was playing on a line with Shifley and Wheeler and scored thirty that year. Yeah, so. Who knows? But anyways, I, like I, I feel that Niku is probably going to get his uh, call up here soon once he's kind of back up to speed. And then, yeah, uh, yeah. otherwise, I don't know. It's still just kind of a which Jets team is going to show up, you know? Yeah, for so sure. Who knows? They're kind like, of learning on the job. They got New Jersey coming in tomorrow. Uh, you would think after a couple strong games on the road like that that they would handle them. But mm. who knows? Maybe it'll be uh, well, a different story. Yeah, because you think, okay, Jersey, they – They've been uh, not great, um, but that said, they will probably be hungry. And and actually, they played uh, uh, very well the other night, but then they ended up losing. But um, I think goaltending is their uh, yeah, Achilles also, heel right now. Jack they Hughes just got, isn't really doing too well uh, yet. He's he started, he scored a few. He's yeah. got some points now, but uh, they just picked up Louis Domingue from uh, Tampa. Tampa Bay. Yeah. So maybe they'll try him in Nets, I guess. But I, I don't know what's going on there. But Taylor Hall scored a beauty. Wayne Simmons finally got on the board as a Pred. And uh, hmm. so I don't know. I think, or sorry, as a devil. They uh, got they got P.K. Subban back there. Yeah. You know. So I don't know. Um, I think New Jersey is not playing very well, obviously. But like I, I feel like they're not as bad as they have their record yeah. is or something but i think like though like for the jets night to night we still kind of don't know what they are yet so yeah, it'll gonna, be win gonna, one lose one win one lose low one here they're but. gonna have to come out hard against new jersey no doubt about it so that's so that's part of their upcoming homestand which is how many games whether they got like a there's like four at least because yeah. it's uh new jersey colorado dallas and mm. somebody else i mm. think okay yeah, and so, sorry, I wanted to I wanted to segue something else earlier, but I, I I missed it. But you said like, yeah, maybe Nico will get called up, or maybe Hanola Hanola will get called up, or whatever. How about some of their recent call ups? Uh, any thoughts on them? CJ Cease first NHL game the other night, they called up Logan Shaw from Glace Bay. Yeah, uh, that's a tough town. Tough town. So in the tip of Cape Breton. Yeah. Fucking cold North Atlantic wind blowing at you. 24-7, 365. Rain coming so every sh- which way. Coal sh- mine shafts everywhere. Shazer was out there shooting pucks in the whole, in the cold wind or what? Yeah. 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 So that's where he learned his craft. But yeah, no, that's a tough town. I don't know. It's, it's, it's I, I, from what I saw in the, in the preseason, uh, CJ Cease, I thought he was a great, a great skater. Yeah, you know, yeah. like I like the way that he plays. Looks pretty good. He's like maybe like a slower version of Nikolai Ehlers at times. Like it oh, seems yeah. like they're kind of similar, but um, in a game where he played against San Jose, I'm not sure. No, he wasn't in the lineup for the Vegas game because Line A was back. That's right. But um, it's it's just tough to tell. Like he's playing five minutes. Yeah, and then it's you really know, it's I don't like, know. Yeah. But I, I don't know, like from what I saw in preseason, the, the kid looked good. Kind of just a little reward maybe to be like, look, we need a body and you've been doing things the right way. So well, and they come get, get a taste or And whatever. they get their, their NHL money instead of well, AHL money. Yeah. So that's got to be And even nice. if it's for one game, <laughs> yeah. it's like, 
well, I'm buying a house. I think you basically <laughs> add a zero to your paycheck yeah, and yeah. there you go. Yeah. No, I think, you know, it looks good. And, you know, the, I think there's like a lot of good players, you know, in, in the system there. But, uh, you know, the, the thing is, is the, the guys that are on the team right now need to be mm-hmm. the ones that are coming in day in, day out kind of thing. For but, sure. Uh, They've had a lot of holes to plug in the first couple of weeks of the season. And uh, I think they've done okay plugging them, you know? Yeah. Well, like for all the disasters that have happened, like Brian Little getting injured. Um, uh, well, Morrissey missed a couple. Lionel missed a couple yeah. now. Uh, Mason Appleton being injured. Yeah. Bufflin not being there. Yeah. You know, there's there was a whole bunch of things going on yeah. that um, it seems like, you know, they're, they're managing. So It's beyond anybody's control. So it's kind of like, what are you going to do, right? Like it is what it is, as they say. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I would, uh, yeah, I would give the Jets at eight wins, seven losses currently, uh, uh, you know, a thumbs up and say, Hey, we're way to go boys. Uh, sticking with it. And Hey, just figure out that consistency, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, like, um, <laughs> maybe string a couple here together, you know, yeah, but that's we'll the thing. They got, I don't know. They got two in a row it's now. Totally... They've got three out of four. So that's, that's the start of uh, yeah. a mini heater. I, I like, uh, I like the old St. Louis blues way of doing things, you know, don't bother trying until after January. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You'll still win a cup. Yeah. Yeah. But um, uh, what, what do we got around the league here? Yeah, let's get into our talking hockey hot topics of the week uh, around the around the NHL and the hockey world in general. Um, a couple fancy goals this week, this past week. Uh, I don't know if you saw them, but there was the Shvechnikov goal where he la- lacrosse styled it from behind the net. Technically, tucked- the kids call it the Michigan, okay? Okay, well. I'm I'm new school. Okay. No. <laughs> well, they call it the Michigan because that Michigan Wolverines player, like what, yeah. 15 years ago, did it in a game. Okay. And it's basically yes, it's like a lacrosse. But it's style a lacrosse. Goal. Yeah. You kind of scoop the puck and you put it around the net. The old and scoop and sm- scoop and dangle or whatever. I it did is. that once, but no one was around. <laughs> <laughs> if I had been around, I would have cross checked you right in the teeth. No, <laughs> kidding. Uh, but I'm not. But um, so there's the Shvechnikov goal. And the Kachuk goal, uh, both very fancy. The Kachuk one was more dramatic. I o team winner too, because it was like an OT winner with zero point half a second on the clock, um, and it was uh, basically a between the legs one timer from the slot, and he goes bar down. Yeah, like that was that was crazy. And he said uh, afterwards he couldn't have contorted his body in a way to get his stick on the puck because it was too close to his feet. It was into his feet. So the only way that he could have done it was to do the between the legs like that. And he practices it all the time. eh? And, uh, it's crazy. So it just, it wasn't even that he had to think about doing it. He just did it. Instincts. Yeah. When you've done it, when you've practiced it enough, yeah. he, he just, he didn't have to think twice. So, yeah. yeah. So, and the fact that it went like bar down, like it was yeah. unreal. Yeah. yeah. That was, that was a beautiful, basically like a redirection from the slot. Yeah. Is basically what it was. Exactly. Yeah. yeah it was great, great goal. Heck of a Unfortunately thing. it was Matthew Kachuk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Heck of a thing. Uh, so, I mean, everybody's got it on their goal of the year list right now. And I think that's probably, uh, you know, until something else more fabulous comes along. Sure. Why not? Um, 
So I, I really, I thought that Until was Until Austin Matthews scores on like a little simple backhand and then <laughs> the whole world explodes <laughs> yeah. because TSN runs it like 18 yeah. times in a well, row. Well, after, so after the Shvechnikov goal, I think the, the TSN's sports nuts of the world ran an article that was like, Matthews wants to score a lacrosse, one of the, you know what I mean? It's like, great. Yeah. Who fucking cares? Here's Matthews uh, doing it in practice. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, but so... I just want to go Don Cherry on you here and just say for the Shvechnikov goal, like ugh, back in the day, I just, I don't like it, Randy. I don't <laughs> like it. Like what's different. It's, it, it, I mean, it just, it doesn't, it seems like you might as well just pick the puck up with your hand and throw it in. Yeah, like, I don't know. Pick up the puck on your stick though. But yeah, but then if, if a player hacks the guy's stick to knock it off, he's going to get a slashing penalty. It's BS. Uh, I don't know. Has that happened? Well, it will. Okay. Yeah. And then, and then, and then he hit the goalie's mask as well as he tucked. Oh yeah, her in. I didn't see that. Yeah. So I, like, I would say that, like, also you're you're almost borderline high stick. Exactly. When you're like, doing are that, you but over the crossbar. I think if you've got the skill and the foresight and the timing to pull that off in a game like that, yeah. I I don't know. Go okay. for it. Like that's because like how. But could I? Could I? Uh, was it Claude Lemieux uh, who? totaled that guy after he scored one time oh yeah when uh pierre turgeon scored yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Can, like if i'm claude lemieux or whoever well, that's, that's can, after the whistle though that's sure yeah. but i mean teach a guy a lesson be like don't go getting lacrosse goals on us buddy or else you'll fucking get crumpled well I how about know. how about when uh what's his name dylan caught austin matthews in the trolley tracks mm. and no one on toronto went and, and they didn't even bat an eyelash <laughs> yeah. at him yeah so but you know carolina what's his name i don't even know his name but he scores a goal like lacrosse style there and yeah. whatever yeah. i don't know oh whatever yeah i'm not gonna deny his talent but uh it it, it, it irked me yeah um, because it's a, just a different kind of talent you know it's not necessarily like a pure hockey skill it's just like it's like a I play chell all day and I practice my toe drags and lacrosse style goals. And hey, I'm not, I'm if not, you can try and get that going in a game though, yeah. and like not get pasted. If a guy did that in beer league, what would you do? Nothing. I don't know. I'd probably forget about it. Oh man, I would try to forget about it, but I would get so mad. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then I, but I would have to use the like. Uh, what is it the the front vortex of my brain or whatever that like calms you down from being like animal rage yeah yeah so i would have to i'd have to like i'd have to like call on that like i'd have to like stop and pause and like call on that part of my brain and be like no tom you don't need to go murder him (laughs) (laughs) i don't know whatever like yeah you know it's fine yeah yeah i'm just going don cherry on you here um yeah well so, so that's the fancy goals. Let's talk about uh, the best Canadian team in the NHL right now. Who are we talking about? Well, as we both agreed, I think it's the Vancouver Canucks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they look good. Yeah. I, and I think they are maybe set up to be good for a while too. Yeah. Like they, they, they got uh, Bo Horvat as their captain now. Yeah. And like he's, good player. he's Solid like dude. almost like a Johnny Tave style yeah. leader that you need. Like yeah, that, I can see that, that, uh, you put know, him out there in any situation. Yeah. And he's like, and he's a real leader. He's like taking draws and he's like that captain that when you see your captain working hard, then it makes you want to work yeah. just as hard or harder kind of thing. Yeah. Um, you know, they got Quinn Hughes on D who's kind of, uh, skating circles around people. 
They yeah, got uh, Pedersen there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like Pedersen was just named player of the month or week. I can't recall okay. which, but yeah. I don't know. It, like It just seems like out of nowhere, Vancouver has kind of put together a really good lineup. Yeah, and JT Miller, who they picked up on from free Tampa. agency from Tampa. Yeah. But he's at uh, over a point a game right now so far. And skating, uh, what's his name? Skating alongside Patterson. Uh, Brock Boy- Bozer? Bezer. Bezer. Yeah. yeah. I like him, eh? Yeah. He's good. He's uh, from North Dakota, I believe. He played for UND, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and he's um, he seems super chill. I love his interviews. <laughs> it's like he's baked all the time, to be honest with you. His eyes are half closed, like open. He's just like very like, yeah, it was pretty good. We did we did all right. But you got to think, though, like a couple years ago when Sedins were retiring, it's like, okay, like Vancouver is going to just collapse. Yeah. And like yeah. eternally. And that's that's that. And they're going to be. Was, there cra- was a transition period. But, and, yeah. But like, it's like, it seems like they're quickly back. And, yeah. uh, well, and they're getting goaltending too from, uh, well, both guys. There, and, 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 uh, and uh, Demko. Demko, yeah. Who's, so they've got several rookies on their roster Demko, Quinn Hughes, and I think there's another guy. But anyway, but like, Either one of those guys could, if they continue their pace of play at the moment, they could be like rookie of the year Called kind it. of guys. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty cool. I don't know. Yeah, like I said, Vancouver surprised me. Mm. I didn't think that they would be this good, this I like fast. Their, I like their coach, Green. Oh, uh, 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 he was former from the Portland Winterhawks. Was he? Yeah. Okay. When they were like kind of stringing together a bunch of right, good like seasons. when Patan would have played for him or something. Yeah, back I think then, so. Kind yeah, of thing? and like uh, who would have been there as well? Uh, Brendan Leipzig. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah, no, I think he's a good coach and and, and Vancouver. Travis Green, right? Travis Green, yeah. that's it. I was going to say Ted Green, but no, that's somebody else. Ted maybe. Green was the former Winnipegger that just passed away. Really? Yeah. Okay. He was on the Winnipeg Jets. They had him pre, pre-game. Ted Green might also be the name of one of the cops on Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, anyway, I, I think the Canucks, they're, yeah. uh, uh, I think they, of all the Canadian teams, Edmonton only ha- only Edmonton has a better record, but I, you know, and, and credit to Edmonton, but I, that's a, that's a two horse town over there with Leon and, and Connor, but, um, oh yeah, the Canucks, I think just like all around, they just pretty look solid good. team. Yeah. yeah. I've watched a couple Canucks games now and, uh. And every time I'm like, man, this team looks good. Um, and then, and then the other team I think that also looks really good, although they got smacked by Dallas the other day, four to one, is Montreal. Um, I haven't really been following the East that much lately, yeah. other than watching Pittsburgh games. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think Montreal has played very well lately, and I love the way that uh, their team is kind of built. They they're fast and tenacious. And uh, they're getting Carey Price quality goaltending. Um, he's been unreal. Like he's making circus saves all the time and doing his thing, you know. Um, but like the Habs are just kind of, you know, I th- I think that they're going to, in the Atlantic, you've got your Bostons and... Tampa. But Tampa's, I mean, so far kind of meh. But I think the Isle, no, the Isles are the Metro. Well, they got, there's Buffalo in there now. Yeah, Buffalo's kind of good right now. But like, you know, I think Montreal's going to be right up there at the top of the Atlantic. I'm not saying number one. I think that's Boston, but like. And Toronto. And yeah. And, but I, I think right now I'll take Montreal over Toronto. Like the way they're playing, 
Uh, they just look like a team. Toronto doesn't necessarily look like a team. Yeah, they're still Toronto's got out. no pushback, no, yeah. nothing like that. Whereas Montreal, they have their problems. Their penalty kill stinks. Their defense sometimes is floating around looking lost. But, you know, overall, I think they're looking all right. Um, but uh, what's his name there? Gallagher, number 11, the feisty little feller. He plays lacrosse too. Does he? Yeah. Yeah, well, of course he does. He's... <laughs> It's feisty. Yeah. Uh, he's just played his 500th game. Wow, really? Already? Yeah. yeah. Holy. Scored a goal on it, too. Nice. Um, and it was, uh, yeah, it was a classic one. Just great garbage goal, front of the net, bang, bang, and the, in she goes. But I like that guy. He kind of sums up the Montreal Canadiens to me. Just like fast, feisty. tenacious, yeah. feisty. And he's got back-to-back 30 goal seasons. He's on pace for 40 right now. So Brandon Gallagher. There you go. Yeah. They got rid of Pacioretty, and all of a sudden, everything's rosy. That's good news. Yeah. Yeah. But Oh, also on uh, the Canadians is someone that we used to have on the Winnipeg Jets. A couple guys. They uh, they, they now call him Joel yeah, Armia. Yeah, no, not even Joel. Yoa. Yoa? I think it's Yoel okay. Armia. He's, he's having quite the season so far. Really good. Yeah. He's got, I think, last I counted, six goals, um, and uh, a couple of them were, were beauties. And he's getting lots of minutes is the thing. He never got those minutes in Winnipeg. He wasn't going to get those minutes in nope. Winnipeg because he's a right winger. And in Winnipeg, well, we've got Line A and Wheeler, Wheeler yeah. and whatever. So, but he's playing a lot, I think, with Drouin and, uh, or he's playing with Domi a lot. I oh, can't yeah? recall. Wow. Them, cool. But he, Good for him. He's getting all kinds of minutes and he's playing all situations. Power play. Yeah. Penalty kill. He was always, play. he was always good on the PK. Exactly. Winnipeg here, so yeah. yeah, he's a real solid contributor on that Habs team and I am liking him a lot. And then the other ex Winnipeg fella is uh, Benny Sherratt. There you go. He changed yeah. his number to number eight. Now he's not, he was uh, seven. seven. Yeah. I wonder if Kevin Shevel, kind of regrets playing hardball with him over the, over like, I don't know. It was I'm like sure $150,000 or whatever yeah, exactly, it was. Exactly. It's like, right? ouch. Should've. It would have been nice to see Benny back there still, but right. hey, yeah. that's the way she goes. Yeah. And, and I think you were mentioning an episode or two ago, how you can foresee Tanner or Tucker Poolman becoming a Ben Sherratt type. I think, um, well, maybe, did I say that? Uh, I think, I thought maybe you insinuated that. Well, I would say like not as tough as Ben Sherratt, right, right. but like a really steady, stay at home, Ex- okay. good positionally yeah, yeah, yeah. sound defenseman. Yeah. Um, not flashy, but like, you know, is consistent, you know? Yeah, he's yeah. not, yeah, exactly. You'll so. always know where he is. Whereas, mm. uh, like, I think Sherratt just kind of has that, edge yeah he could really do some damage on yeah, somebody if he wanted to i like that about him he's yeah. a mean character but uh no he's looked good for montreal as well although like i said earlier there um against dallas uh nobody really looked that good but oh yeah oh you got you have those games every, every now once and in a while. then yeah. yeah so but uh yeah so uh, anyway vancouver and montreal a couple of canadian squads and vancouver's got tyler myers there former right. Winnipeg so this is yeah. like the x files eh? we're we're on facebook creeping our x's here uh, <laughs> we've got munch yeah, we're creeping going through all montreal. the x jets yeah yeah uh x jets it's yeah. like going through all their their photos are do they look happy yeah. <laughs> are they scoring are goals? they eating well yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. yeah then you post a picture of yourself like <laughs> 
where you're like at a fancy restaurant, but really you're by yourself and (laughs) (laughs) your, your, your cat's like sitting at the chair beside (laughs) you. (laughs) It's just, yeah, just you and Mo. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, but, uh, no, it's good to see the X's are doing well though. And, uh, I guess around the league, we also got our boy, Brandon Tanev. We kind of touched on the old Tanev bet that you got going on. Yeah, that's right. Um, and listener Carter in East St. Paul corrected me because I think I said 20 goals last show. It's 25. I bet him, I bet him $10 that, that, uh, Tanev had scored 25. You said that he's going to score 25? Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. Oh, cool. (laughs) I I thought Carter said that. No, no, I did. Carter was like, you're insane. (laughs) I'll take that bet. (laughs) And uh, and now now Tanev's playing on the fourth line, but he's still scoring. But hey. Look, uh, Pittsburgh just got him to do Tanev things. So, you know, he's been doing those. He's leading them in hits. You know, he's getting in on there in the forecheck. I just got really excited about that backhand goal he scored last time. Well, he was also hit, playing on uh, Sidney Crosby's wing there for a few Exactly. Games and, and see, like, in the uh, in the summer when we made this little wager, I was just like, I was all like, oh, yeah, he's going to be skating right alongside Crosby all season long. Yeah. Well, the goals will just come. But... As we both, both burp. <laughs> both double burp right there. So the old uh, Trans-Canada Brewing Co. Sidewinder Vienna Lager. Delicious. We Vivacious. should kind of get some pucks deep here and get through the rest of this period because mm-hmm. we're, uh, we're running game. out of time. Yeah, sounds good. Um, we want to talk about... So we were talking about the X's. Uh, a couple big milestones that just happened or are happening, which will segue to our next fun little thing. So Zidane Chara tomorrow night, Tuesday. So by the time you listen to this, it'll have happened or will be about to happen. Zidane Chara playing game number 1,500. That's a lot of That's games. That's crazy. And b- between games. Ottawa and Boston, right? And New York Islanders. Oh, right. The Islanders. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was drafted by the Isles. That's crazy. Went over to Ottawa and then to Boston. And then he's been in Boston forever. What feels like forever. Um, but he, he is... Uh, since coming into the league, uh, he's been the guy who's logged the most minutes. Because there's two other guys who have 1,500 plus games now, and that's that are active, I should say. That and that is uh, Patty Marlowe, who just played his, and uh, his teammate Joey Jojo, Jumbo Sh- Joe, Jumbo Joe, Jumbo Joe, <laughs> Jumbo Joe, <laughs> yeah, uh, Thornton. So um, yeah, like that's really quite the accomplishment for the big Slovak who he, I don't know. Like I, I heard stories around when they won the cup that his off season training was just like riding bikes up and down the Tatras mountains. Oh yeah. In, in he's, I, he's some sort of fitness yeah. freak, I think. Yeah. yeah. So, and he's um, like what? 40 something now he's gotta be. Cause if he's at least 40 now. If, yeah, yeah. Thornton and Marlowe are both 40. But he must be. Yeah. 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 I think his rookie year was like 97. So, I was so, still in high school. <laughs> so he would have been, what, like 18 and 97? Yeah. If he came in as an 18-year-old, maybe he was 19. Right. Yeah, I guess. I don't yeah. know. But anyways, good yeah. for him. 1,500 games. Yeah. Very cool. Um, you know, uh, he's led the bees to three three finals. They, Notorious for his one. bomb from the yeah. point. Yeah. 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 Um, and then, so also <clears throat> this past week, I think. Yesterday. Uh, it was yesterday, was yeah. it? Okay. Uh, Anaheim Ducks, Capitan 
Regina's own Ryan Getzlaff. Oh, yeah. Played game number 1,000, all with the Anaheim Ducks. Yeah. And you don't see that too much anymore. Not with one team, no. 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 Yeah. I guess, you know, you'll probably see uh, Crosby do that. Malkin will do that. But 1,500? Oh, oh sorry. That's 1,000. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, I, th- I would think Taves will do that for Chicago. There's a few guys. Yeah. yeah. Eventually, they'll get there. Yeah. But yeah, Getzlaff with 1,000. First guy to do that for the Anaheim Ducks franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, and did they win? I, I turned off the game when it was 2-2. I don't know what happened there. I'm not going to lie. I have no idea. They played against Chicago last night. And... Uh, Jonathan Taves Chicago actually. Chicago won. Chicago okay. won, I think. Taves yeah. took a uh, penalty that he was not pleased with. Oh, yeah. He said a couple of words to the old referee. <laughs> that As I think you do. Of, As yeah. you do. And uh, then, you know what? Uh, Anaheim scored in that power play, and, and the goal was set up by none other than our oh. next little mention Regina's, here. No, not Regina's own. Uh, Sherwood, Al- Sherwood Park, Alberta's own. Samuel Steele. But he played for the Regina Pats. Uh, yes. So should we roll the clip? Just in? two secs, two okay. secs, two secs. Uh, yeah. Chicago won three, two in overtime. Uh, that's all. Uh, so let's, let's roll the clip. I could sober up a drunk man from 50 meters just by showing him same steel. Ladies and gentlemen, Randy and Tom have some no doubt wonderful news concerning Samuel Steele. <laughs> Anaheim selects from the Regina Pats, Sam Steele. I'm made of the goddamn Rocky Mountains. Feeling that Rocky Mountain high. Samuel Steele, the unblemished one. He's a beautiful baby boy from from, uh, Sherwood Park, Alberta. Um, Played for the Regina Pats, scored a pile of points for the Pats. Pitter patter, let's get at her, boys. Uh, But um, listener Mike in Regina, so... um, Listener Mike in Regina, listener Justin in Nanaimo uh, from Regina, formerly of Regina. He's a guy who made our little uh, segment intro song there, sound clip. Love it. But uh, they're both big Sam Steele guys. They they love him. Um, they call him the beautiful, unblemished Sam Steele. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, listener Mike has a question about Sam Steele. So actually, so the the in the in the segment there, uh, we were tasked with providing a nice bit of news about Sam Steele or whatever. And, and the news is basically that yes, his fa- his, his, his family, uh, the one he stayed with in Regina, or his billet family. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm looking for. They have a great ODR. Oh yeah. That's the words, but he's from Sherwood <laughs> park, not Regina as we miss said last week. But, um, the question is from Mike and Regina, R E Sam Steele. Are blemished and non-blemished players contagious? I feel like ever since the Ducks named Sam Steele a starter, his unblemished, beautiful style has rubbed off on the rest of the boys. And on the other end, Lucic and all his blemishes got added to the flames, and all of a sudden, they're on the outside looking in. Yeah, that's a good little point there. Is there something to the the unblemished beauty of a young kid with all all the vim and vigor... You know, coming in. Well, coming into the room and making the boys feel good. And, and then like, yet, look at this young fella fly. Hey, yeah, you it makes look, me feel like a pup again. Yeah. <laughs> get slapped. Like, get yeah. you to know how to play another thousand games here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, he's just... That's, I, a, that's a good point, you know? Like, I think a lot of it comes down to, like, the vibe in the room. Yeah. That if you've got, like... Um, 
I don't know, like a big personality coming into a room that was already pretty good or like, yeah. you know, they had some chemistry going or just like a, you know, just like a, they were tight a, a bond, or whatever. You yeah, know? yeah. And then you get a big personality in there. I could, t- I could totally see that getting thrown off the rails. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I think in what Mike's question is with, with Lucic and look, he just got suspended for a couple games for sucker punching a guy, pulling pull a classic Luch basically goon in it. If he's not spearing Emelin in the nuts, he's sucker punching some guy on Columbus or whatever. Right. Like, uh, I think it was Columbus. Yeah, it yeah, was. Yeah. But like again, like Columbus, like yeah. it, it, like maybe Lucic, if you like punched someone from Edmonton in the face or something, but like, then you're good. Then yeah. it's like okay, fine. Yeah, that's yeah. like the you know the Battle of Alberta. But yeah, like this exactly. is Columbus. Like yeah. you're not gonna play them again this year. Maybe yeah. one other time. But I don't know. I, I I would agree with that. I would think that if um, maybe you have a personality that's coming into your room that could totally throw off the balance. Mm-hmm. And clearly, like, also Anaheim kind of struggled with, struggled with their maybe identity there for a couple of years. Um, you know, they bought out Corey Perry. Now, like, they yeah. shipped him out. and Or mm-hmm. not, they didn't ship him out. He just left because they bought him out. But, yeah. But, you know... They're kind of rebuilding <laughs> what they are as a team. And you still got a strong leader in Getzlaff, but then you've got, like, this new wave of... You got Sam Steele. You got that... Uh, Terry kid that remember he from World Juniors he scored yep. all those yep. uh, shootout goals. He got one against uh, Winnipeg there a couple nights ago. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, they like just uh, well, they got Cam F- or do they still have Cam Fowler? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He scored against Winnipeg the other night got, as well. They have John Josh Manson. That's yeah. Dave Manson's son. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. Unfortunately, they, he just got hurt. Oh, did he? Yeah. Okay, but yeah. anyways, it just seems like they and they got Ryan Miller and Net mm-hmm. um, as but, well as Gibson. Yeah, who I think you already mentioned. Did but you? no, I didn't. But okay. but anyways, I just feel like there's like a lot going on there. And mm-hmm. if you do like bring in these right attitudes that work hard and and you know have positive vibes around the team and yeah. stuff, like I I can totally see that rubbing off on people yeah. and trying to like work harder. And it's like you become a team unit. Whereas like you know with with Lucic this that situation, maybe it's kind of like. Uh, you know, they're not winning. They kind of like, you know, aside from that Kachuk goal to beat uh, Nashville, yeah. they kind of, they, they lost the game against the Jets, the Heritage Classic. Yeah. They were up one nothing. I think they lost the they, following game. They're like a 500 or sub 500 yeah. team. Yeah. And then it's like, this now is surrounding the team. Yeah. Um, and it's not positive. It's like, mm. whereas like maybe with Adam Lowry's suspension, um, you know, we, uh, could you have gone either way on that thing? Maybe, but mm-hmm. Lucic, that's that's a pretty selfish play for sure. So then it's like that guy comes back in the room, and it's like, hey, like I don't know. I, I could, I, 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 I like the question, and I think it totally can throw off the balance or our chemistry yeah. in the room for sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Great question, Mike and Regina. And uh, yeah, Lucic is a blemish upon the flames, As whereas uh, be it resolved that uh, Sam Steele is a beautiful, unblemished boy uh, starring for the Anaheim Ducks. With a very sweet ODR. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So thank I you. knew it. I knew there was some sort of yeah. ODR connection there. I didn't yeah. know about yeah. that, but yeah, that's really great. So, so is, that, is that the first period? I think we should kind of get is. her going Can here, I just boys. say one more thing? For sure. I'll save it for the next time we Kay. talk about Sam Steele. Save it. Okay. I will save it. Okay. So uh, coming up next, uh, we're going to go pant shopping and we're not going to the bay. We're going somewhere (laughs) else. Here we go, boys. Alrighty.
blue jeans on I pull my blue jeans on Second period. Here we mm-hmm. go, boys. Second period starts now. Time to wear the pants, Tommy. Okay. And regularly, we've been going down to St. Vitell Mall, hitting up that bay men's department. The bay. Looking up, you know, for some men's men's dress wear. The same kind of pants that our boy Kevin Cheveldale yeah, would wear. Yeah, usually something a little nicer, a little more formal. Uh, you know, something you can wear to a business meeting or a contract negotiation or what have you. Or a dispute with the NHLPA and Dustin Bufflin sure, situation. Sure, yeah, you're going to want some nice pants for that. But today, we're going to throw on some track pants. Yeah. Because it's well, it's a practice day, but yeah. you're going to be looking up at... Oh, I got some Adidas or um, Pumas or what? I, I would say Adidas. It's probably the official brand of the NHL. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you got to stay on uh, point with our corporate branding for but sure. Maybe you'd walk on down to the Polo Park there and go check out the old Jet Store. I'm sure they got some hey, Jets Hey, I could pants go there. right across from the rink and head up Giant Tiger. So There you go. Yeah. They could probably got some track pants, off-brand Adidas yeah. track pants. <laughs> the Winnipeg Jerts. <laughs> 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 but anyways... <laughs> The question this week is it's it's maybe, you know, game day morning or a practice day mm. and you're you're wearing Paul Maurice's track pants and you'll be like So I'm on the ice or I have been. Yeah. Yeah, you you might have just about to. you might have been skating. no, you're about to skate the boys, but you're like, look at this top six, you know, Charlie Huddy. What should I do with this top six? So my question for you is if you could make that Winnipeg Jets top six, like any any lineup, any combo, any combo of it, existing current players, yeah, like you, they got to be. I'm not being like, yeah, yeah I want Crosby, yeah, Lemieux, Gretzky. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's got to be like guys that are on the Jets or Moose, if you want, if you love your boy CJ Cease that much, but. Um, uh, yeah. He's all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he needs more than five minutes. Yeah, but, yeah. But uh, no, if you could have any top six for the Winnipeg Jets, yeah. who would you put and where? Okay. Um, so I guess let's a little bit of background history or not even history, but just like everybody knows that they're a real Wheeler-Shifley duo. Uh, you know, Maurice loves that duo. And but it, do you? And his, it has it has worked. And where I, I'm going with this is like, do you? Do I love that? Do duo? you split them up? I generally like it. Okay. Um, but here's here's what I would kind of like to see for a top line. Give me, give me your, uh, Shifley. Give me your line A, and give me your Connor on the left wing. There it is. And then. Who didn't turn their phone off? Yeah, that's put her on silent, boys. Well, First rule of it's, podcasting. It's pretty funny how you said that, and Paul Maurice texted you. That was pretty yeah, quick, too. Yeah, he did. He did. Um, it definitely wasn't my wife sending me a dog picture. So <laughs> Paul Maurice heard that he's like, "My boy Tom's onto something." <laughs> but no, I would like to see. I'd like to see Connor. Well, oh, geez whiz, hey. It's a um, tough one, boys. No, I want I want Connor on one wing and Line A on the other and put Shifley in the middle. Okay. And then I want Ehlers little Wheeler, I guess. I don't know. But see, I don't know, man. Uh, Roslovic, Roslovic, wasn't he playing with Little Ehlers. and Ehlers? Yeah, in that game. I liked game. that. Yeah. And then you but had... But then who falls out of the top six? So then they had... So, the, so then the other line... 
well, what if, what if this, what if you put Wheeler down with, uh, Lowry? That's a big line. Yeah. Okay. Imagine the damage they so, could do. So take me through the top six now. So Shifley in the middle of line one with Connor on his left wing and line A on his right wing. Okay. And then your line two is Brian Little with with Roslovich on the, which wing does he play? Right. Right wing. Yeah. And then uh, Nick Ehlers on the left wing. I think that could work because so then Roz, Roslovich and Ehlers are burners. Eh? Oh, they yeah. can skate. Well, you saw that in that San Jose game. Mm-hmm. They were going. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they seem to have some chemistry. And and maybe we were a little harsh on Jackie Boy a little earlier in the season, but he's starting he's to really around. show some some goods. And then you, then what do you got for your third line? You got Cop, Lowry, and Wheeler. Wheeler. Holy moly. Holy that's geez. a heavy, wicked line. Yeah. I like it. And then the fourth line would be Gustafson, Bork, and Perot. So guys that basically play five minutes. Yeah, but yeah. I think you could put that line out for more. I like Gustafson. Yeah, I think, and I like Perot. Yeah, I mean Perot had two against uh, Vegas the other night. He did. Yeah, I thought he was going to get the. And I've always liked Matty P. So um, so give it to me again, uh, just so we can have a recap here because we're going to get up, we're going to queue up the old. Caress hotline, and we're going to yeah. compare compare notes here. So you're going to say okay. Shifley is going to center line A and Connor yeah. for line one. Yeah. And line two will be Brian Little centering Roslovich and yeah. Ehlers. Yeah. All right. Why that not, means right? Wheeler drops down to the third line. But I like that third line. Yeah. Well, it's a good, it's a great third line. Cop, big, Lowry, and Wheeler. I wouldn't want to play against those two, boys. Two guys that are six foot five. Because they'll put they'll put pucks in the net, but they'll also just like hem you on the boards to get you tuckered out. Oh yeah. I'm not really. I'm more excited about the third line than any of the other <laughs> two right now. <laughs> All right. So let's let's fire up the old Crest Hotline here. Um, we're gonna try a new player every week here, and this is someone that we haven't tried yet. So uh, here, let's get her going here. And yeah, we'll get on the horn here. Tommy's got the old headphones now, so he can maybe hear this. Yeah. Well, I can hear it, but it's a matter of just like trying not to shout. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Our technology. Oh, okay, here we, we go. need an intern to get the yeah, technology here we go, here we go. where we need it to be. Hello, hello, hello. Car guy. Hey, what's going on, man? Did I catch you at a decent time? Caught me at a good time, but I kind of fighting the cold. Oh well, it sounds like you've been selling a lot of cars. <laughs> yeah, it's been going good, man. But uh, it's got me run down now. Uh, just fighting this uh, this head cold. Oh geez, man, sorry to hear. It's too bad, Carter, because you're live on the air with Talking Hockey, the Hockey Talking Show. Hey there, how's it going, buddy? Oh hey, man, it's exciting, awesome. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> So, you know, we, we hear you're, you're fighting a cold here, so we won't keep you very long. But anyways... You got to get on those meds. Yeah, you got to. Have gotta. you tried zinc? I haven't gave zinc a shot. Buddy. I just might uh, consider that, yes. Okay, so so we won't drag this out any longer. But <laughs> the question I had for Tommy this, this week was, Tommy's wearing Paul Maurice's track pants, and he's going to shake up that top six. So Tommy gave me his ideal top six, his top two lines for the Winnipeg Jets. If you could have your say, who would who would be the top two lines on the Winnipeg Jets? Um, well, I mean, I don't like the talk about separating Wheeler and Shifley because that's just a, a known commodity that's worked for a couple seasons now. They put up uh, points. Yeah, so I would keep that going. Um, I'm not 
not sure if you want Ehlers flanking that side. He seems to have the hot hand this year, but he's flying. Connor's also coming on, so that might be an option. Um, yeah, and then everybody in the city, I'm sure, would like to see Jack Rosovic with a shot at that second line, uh, either a center or a wing spot. But uh, yeah, that's tough. I don't know. What does uh, uh, Tommy suggest? Well, I I was kind of thinking that uh, let's let's break up Shifley and Wheeler. See what happens there. I was thinking let's go Shifley in the middle of Line A and Connor, and then on the second line let's go Little between Roslovich and Ehlers, uh, uh, Nick Ehlers, and then the third line because Wheeler all of a sudden is now on the third line. But think of this third yeah. line: Wheeler, Lowry, and Andrew Cop. That's a heavy, heavy duty line. Yeah, that would be a good line. Or maybe get Perot in there. I think Perot and yeah, Wheeler might have some veteran chemistry. Yeah, got those Actually, fancy those hands. Are, those would be intriguing lines. That's a pretty yeah. good idea, man. Well, I, I, so I was, I was pro breaking up the dynamic duo, right. and you're anti breaking them up. I'm gonna go anti. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, we, right on, Carter. Well, we won't, we won't, well, we won't take you away from uh, yeah. your rehab here, getting rid of your coal here soon. Hopefully, everything's going well at McPhillips Toyota. There, get yeah, on the zinc, cool. buddy. Thanks for the plug. Right on, cool get, man. Get on that zinc. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, I love your show. Uh, everybody should tune in, and uh, yeah, you guys are doing a great job. Thanks for the call. Have a good night. Yeah, you too, man. Thanks. Take it easy, Carter. All right. Bye. Take care. Bye bye. All right. All number, right. That was number five, Carter Hankey. Yeah. He, uh, he's a salesman over there at McPhillips Toyota. Go hit him up if you need some. For all your automobile yeah, needs. Yeah, if you maybe need a RAV4 or some sort of vehicle to get you through this Winnipeg what they, winter. What do they got? They got Acuras. They got. Acuras? Uh, what? Isn't that a Toyota? No. Jesus <laughs> Christ. I don't know my Toyotas. Yeah. I'm sorry, Carter. Just, they got Corollas. They got they the got Toyota Tundra. Camrys. Tundra. They got RAV4s. Yeah. They got a bunch of vehicles. Oh, yeah. Maybe they got a used Acura. Right. Who the hell makes Acura? <laughs> Acura makes Acura. What? Okay. All right. Well, Anyways, I'll just go back. So that to... was Carter the Car Guy, uh, also known as uh, number five on Crest of Steel. Yeah. He plays center. Yeah. Uh, two-way player. Goes hard. Goes deep. Wins draws. It's got nifty mittens. Gets gets her going. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, that's the Crest cold call. Uh, we've been kind of what three for three, four for four so far. We've had to, yeah. Well, the first one, uh, there was no answer, but then they called us back. No, after no, no, remember, we had already I, called. Somebody. No, I, I, we phoned Kyle and then Tim called us back. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we had to two for one on that, episode. yeah. And then what did we do the next episode? Uh, we talked to Aaron Lavere was last weekend, yeah, yeah. Who did we have episode two? Oh, Keebler. Remember? No, yeah, ringside. Yeah, yeah. We went ringside to Keebler, right, <laughs> when the Jets scored a goal. And then this week we had Carter, and Carter yeah. is unfortunately fighting a cold, but Yeah, he's sounded pretty right? sick, yeah. so um, take some echinacea, have a drink of uh, lemon and honey hot tea or whatever and maybe slam it. back one of these trans canada yeah, side, or, or, side vendors yeah or yeah. do it old school and have just a snap of whiskey or all something. right so that's i don't know like we've had a pretty good period there we got pucks deep and got a lot of shots on net sure yeah oh, I got, well, no, we got I've we got, got one more thing right. i want to try oh, in we're gonna go on that we're gonna go on the power play here boys here yeah we go. so a couple episodes we played a fun little game called i actually i don't know what it's called we need to name this segment but i i thought it'd be called What's next? 
What's next? <laughs> What's next? <laughs> What's next? But um, I, I don't know. Uh, Whiskey. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> so we, I played a clip uh, just of a, a famous ago. hockey situation. And then I asked Randy basically what was next. I paused the clip and, and asked him what was going to happen next. And um, so I've got another clip. All right. This one is uh, pretty... It, it, voice i'll tell you it's um it's gonna take some doing and of course do we need to call our intern yeah well we need our technical <laughs> vocational school intern for sure for this like this is where these interns would come yeah. in handy because voice i'll tell you um but no so i'm just gonna hit play i've got yeah. her queued up uh it's gonna be maybe about a minute okay not even, but like close to a minute. And then I'm going to hit pause and I'm going to ask you what is, what's next? Okay. We might talk about, talk during the minute though. Yeah. Just yeah. hold it up to the mic. Yeah, yeah. I'll hold it up. So it's a, it's a call. I'll give you this. It's an eighties Jets game. Jets and Bruins game. Nice. From the 80s. It's Kirk at Boston, Boston Garden. Oh, the so, garden. The garden. Yeah. Picking up some scraps. Get it right in there. For Boston, Hoggard is out with Bork. Ray Bork? And, Just kidding. Uh, the question is, will we be able to complete it? Oh, that wasn't a minute. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I'm bad at <laughs> estimating time. What's next? We'll be able... I don't even know what was going on. They said... <laughs> okay, so I'll give you the background. Uh, Glenn Wesley got high sticked in the face and was bloody okay and there was outrage and the refs didn't call a penalty or anything uh, the Boston coach he's flipping out um, can the, we play that clip again maybe well then it's gonna be about two and a half minutes okay um, and then and then the uh, the crowd is chanting eat shit or something like that <laughs> yeah. like classic Boston stuff and then, so now it's, they're, they're trying to get play underway. He says, you So know, was there a big fight or what? There was no fight. There was okay. just a whole lot of mayhem. The fans were getting rowdy and stuff. Okay. I'm going to say that there was a, there's a fight coming here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Randy says, so they're, the ref's like, let's get a face off going. Okay. So, I, I feel that there's, if there was a questionable play and Glenn Wesley got injured, I'm going to think that. Maybe our boy Cam Neely's gonna come out and fight somebody. I don't know. Okay, let's let's find or out. Or Don Sweeney. Let's find know. out what's next. <laughs> there's a fan coming out on the ice. Oh, there's a fan. Oh, he's hit by the linesman and belted into the boards. <laughs> Oh, the fan tried to get to the ref. <laughs> the ref took him out. <laughs> Hard. And Asseltine took him right off the rink. And you would not see a hip like that in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And they're showing this on TV. Yeah. being congratulated for that. Wow. I gotta see that clip. <laughs> yeah, that's right. awesome. There she goes. There, so you could. 
Undertaker, man. But yeah, no, that's... Uh, Bruins fan jumps on the ice. Yeah, and uh, during a Jets-Bruins game in 89 uh, at the Boston Garden, I believe it is, and uh, I don't know the ref's name, but you would recognize him there. He's got the Jofa helmet and the black mustache, but oh. that's like all refs in, the, in that uh, era. And this clip has 932,000 views on YouTube. Hmm. So it's... Uh, there you go. Yeah, classical. But it, it goes on for... It's a huge, long clip. But yeah, basically, as the ref's trying to get the face off going you see in the background buddy jumps over the glass onto the ice and just starts <laughs> running and then the linesman or whoever just comes over and got, tackles got him, him nice. and just annihilates him right on that's a great clip yeah yeah I, so. I don't remember that i wonder what year that's from i think it's 89 I okay that's what the what it says in the details cool there, but, great uh, clip yeah, so that's what's uh, next. That's what's next. Maybe one of these days, what's next will have will be a sponsored segment. Oh, if you want to get it sponsored, a uh, drop us a line in one of the yeah. the old talking hockey pod at gmail.com or uh, Instagram at talking hockey podcast, uh, Twitter at talking hockey pod. Yeah, so we got uh, one more period here to go. Uh, let's get into the old dressing room there, eat some orange peels, and yeah. uh, get her going here. Nice do her. Oh, baby. I just realized I said eat some orange peels. <laughs> orange slices. The zests. You're all about yeah. the zests. Yeah, you got to get her going yeah, with the slices. If we're making here. a seasonal fruit cake, it's winter now. You, yeah. It's fruit cake season. So put you put like uh, lemon or orange zest into those, don't you? That'll get her going. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it probably would add a little something. I like a good fruit cake, to be honest with you. They get a bad rap. But... Uh, Call me old old fashioned. <laughs> you are old fashioned. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, welcome to the third period of talking hockey, the hockey talking show. Co-host Tom here with co-host Randy. Uh, this period is where we get into our vintage hockey hair player of the week and our local legend of the week, uh, where we focus on a Manitoba or Winnipeg uh, hockey product. Um, but our vintage hockey hair player is based on the Instagram account, which is. Again, at talking underscore hockey underscore podcast um, on Instagram. Uh, and it, it, it's basically, it started as uh, an account called Vintage Hockey Hair, which I started a few years ago and just posting my favorite pictures of old timey hockey guys from the 80s and 90s mostly, but I'll go back even further. But uh, th those are the ones that are familiar to me mostly. And uh, dudes with great hair, mullets, mustaches, silly helmets, Cooperall pants, what have you. You know, all the all the weird and silly things of hockey that we love. And um, so, so this segment we feature, uh, we focus in on a player from the past who is awesome for some reason or other. Not necessarily or at all because of what he did on the ice, but just for who he was as a player and stuff uh today's feature player is none other than eldon pokey reddick right on um classic he, jets goalie he, he was a jets backup goalie for a while he's uh from halifax nova scotia um i know some reddicks from from churro just down the road i i wonder if they're related i 
I, I would have no idea. But um, anyway, let's call him up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, haven't talked to you since high school. How's it going? <laughs> um, I have a podcast now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but 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 Pokey Reddick, as he was known, uh, Pokey is the nickname he got from his dad. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, uh, I I would have thought him being a goalie, it would have been something to do with poke checks. You yeah. know. That's where I always kind of assumed it was. I just figured, oh, well, he must be a master of the poke check. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, it's uh, a nickname his dad gave him for his quote unquote slow poke movement throughout the house. Well, that's not good for being a goalie there, <laughs> no. boys. Well, you know, uh, kids these days, they're, you know, <laughs> lounging around. Yeah, dad, I don't want to do this or that <laughs> or whatever, you know. So, but hey, you know, it's also funny. His younger brother had a nickname. Uh, Smokey. So there was Pokey and Smokey. There it is. <laughs> well, so. I always thought his nickname was like, because there was Daniel Berthume for the Winnipeg Jets and yeah. they called them Pokey and the Bandit. Yeah. So I just thought he got called Pokey because of Smokey and the Bandit. It's right. like, we can't call him Smokey, <laughs> yeah. so let's call him Pokey. Well, they can't call him Smokey because his little brother's <laughs> name's Smokey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can't have two Smokies. Yeah, yeah. But there you um, go. Cool. He was a slowpoke. Yeah, yeah. So there was the famous picture of Pokey and the Bandit. Uh, the poster? The poster. Yeah. It was a 7-Eleven ad, I think, maybe yeah. for like, like slushies or yeah. something. yeah. And it was uh, it was it was Pokey Reddick and Daniel Berthume, and uh, I mean the, the, that poster, which is pretty famous, um, is a prime example of his hair, which oh, was yeah. just dripping with grease at all times. <laughs> like he had some gnarly, wicked hair. Like, oh yeah, loved it. Um, it was just like very classic sort of 80s Jerry curl, I suppose you would call oh, it. Full eh? on, yeah. Um, and and just like. Oh, just deadly and you know like he goes to put the helmet on so it's gonna fling it back right and then <laughs> it probably just <laughs> sprays all over the glass <laughs> yeah. yeah if you've got glass side ice ringside uh tickets right behind the net when pokey's putting his helmet on you get some of that yeah grease spray back. right on the on the on the on the uh, glass there but you know what like for growing up in winnipeg watching the jets like my whole life i don't remember pokey reddick after the Jets, like, did he uh-huh. go and play somewhere else? Like, did yeah. he get traded? Did he like go somewhere else? So he had kind of like a decent long pro career. It just his NHL was a bit limited. Um, let me pull up his HDB. Like which, after the Jets, I'm like, just I don't really know where he went. Yeah, yeah. Well, so he he actually went to Edmonton. Wow. Uh, but not for long after the jets he only played about 15 more nhl games so he had he had three solid years with the jets where he was he got for two of those three years he played about half the games 48 and 41 wow yeah yeah there was 28 so he was backing up probably berthium that year uh, and then he went to Edmonton where he only played 11 games and then two games. And then that was that he was at AHL, IHL. And then he went over to Europe and played in Germany and then he, uh, called her a day. So go through, if you scroll down to the bottom of the old hockey DB, one mm-hmm. of the best hockey stat sites mm-hmm. on the planet. What are his NHL totals? How many games did he play? Okay, so 132 NHL games. 
Only. That's it. Wow. Yeah. Um, he had what is that number twenty? Oh, he had twenty penalty minutes. Okay, here's his goaltending stats: a three seventy one GAA and an eight seven three save percentage. That's so, th- that's different. So because, for the eighties, yeah, it's, that's know, pretty good. Like yeah. now, it's not very good, but back yeah. then, it's pretty good. And his win loss tie because they didn't have shootouts and all that uh, was forty six wins, fifty eight losses, sixteen ties. Under five hundred, they're pokey. Yeah, but uh, you know, like sometimes it's about more than the numbers. And with pokey, I think he was just. Uh, I, I think in a, in a few different ways, he's a uh, an inspiration. He's he's um African Nova Scotian so that there's like a a long standing sort of uh like there's been an African Nova Scotian population as long as Nova Scotia's existed kind of thing and he that name Reddick and and him like that's definitely one that has like he's got deep Nova Scotia roots and uh and then so I think as a person of color in the NHL in the 80s you know, there probably wasn't too many dudes. There's a handful, but like, well, that's an inspiration to kids to see, you know, that, Hey, you can make it or whatever. Ray Newfeld would have been playing on the jets around that same time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, he went over to Edmonton. I don't know if he was backing up Grant Fuhrer or what, but you know, like what year was that? 89, 90. Well, yeah. It might've been Billy Ratford by then or I don't know. Yeah. Well, Ratford would have been 90 for sure. Yeah. I know Fear would have been like 87, 88. They also had Andy Moog back then. That's right too. Yeah. Well, he played for the Cape Breton Oilers for a bit. So he got, he went back home to Nova Scotia and played some So that would have been, that would have been so for the cool. Oilers farm team, I guess. Yeah, eh? exactly. CB Oil, man. I, I have a sweet pin of the, nice. the Oilers. Yeah. You should get it signed. Center 200 in Sydney, Cape Breton. That was my first like real hot, like not real, but you know what I mean? Like my first big league game was at Center 200, seeing the Cape Breton Oilers. Um, but, uh, you know, like this is back, Pokey played in the days where... Yeah, like I'm gonna tell you how tall he he was, and it's like, like there's five not, seven. He's five foot eight. Oh yeah, that's uh, his listed height. It's just like, is that even to the crossbar? <laughs> like, that's, well, that's like uh, you know what I mean. Like it is. Who's, obviously. who's five that, seven these days in the NHL? Tyler Ennis. Is he? I don't know. Yeah. I think. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so he's yeah, but like goalies seem to be all six five or whatever yeah now, now you know what back I mean? then though like no back then for sure yeah you had like your five foot sixes you your five foot classic eights. brown pads and everything. mike vernon like, probably was five seven yeah 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 they weren't big dudes they were all very athletic though eh? yeah and uh, played a different style and well, it was like you're kind of just like all over the place making yeah. two pad stacks yeah exactly you just fl- flip and flop and here you go but these days pokey he's uh According to Wikipedia, our friends at Wikipedia just down the road here, he's coaching the first ever high school hockey team in Nevada at Faith Lutheran Middle School. Wow. Played its inaugural season last year. I so bet you that's he, obviously uh, yeah. inspired by the Vegas. Yeah, well, Knights. he currently resides in Las Vegas, um, and he kind of works, you know, in hockey down there. He's the head coach of the Vegas Storm Midget AAA team. Right on. Or he was, sorry, uh, not anymore. Uh, but again, this is according to Wikipedia and whatever. So anyway, he's still involved in the game, but he's That's down, cool. down in uh, Nevada. Right Pokey on. Reddick, Pokey Halifax, Reddick. Nova Classic Scotia. Classic goalie for the Winnipeg Jets. Yeah. 
Speaking of classic goalies for the Winnipeg yeah, Jets, yeah, it, this well, local legend is also from Winnipeg, and he's also a goalie. Uh, most of you guys know this guy maybe as not a player because it was probably before most of your time, mm-hmm. mine as well. Yeah. Um, but he runs a sports mem- memorabilia shop on St. Mary's Road there, our boy Joe Daly. Yeah. So he basically I was... I just the, drove by it the other day. He was the goalie for the Jets during their WHA days. So basically like 72 to 79. Some Avco Cups. He had a few Avco Cups. The uh, One of the coolest things about... Joe Daly, uh, well, there's a couple, and I'm going to shout my, I'm going to give myself a bit of a shout out here. Um, <laughs> he was in my film called White Noise about, nice. Winnipeg, yeah. about the Winnipeg Jets, basically um, back in the day uh, before the these Jets came back. Yeah, sort of the, the interlude between old Jets and new Jets. I, I was guess. making a film. I'm like, people around Winnipeg are still talking about the Jets like they're here. So I was making a film. Joe Daly wanted to be in it, and uh, I did an interview with him. I got to hang out with him for a while and hang out in a store and got to meet him. And good old times, solid dude, like great collector, all the stuff that he has in his store, all the stories that he has, uh, second to none. Just like a true hockey legend but also a true hockey fan yeah he, he he loves he loves hockey loves it yeah but um one of the coolest things uh i learned about him in my years of kind of researching and just whatever nerding out um he was one of the last nhl goalies to play without a mask really yeah so he would have been in like that last, like kind of like how you we're look. talking in the seventies here. Yeah, so like uh, uh, like uh, early seventies. So you yeah. know how we're kind of going in through the wave right now. Like, do you remember when you were a kid and like you had all those guys that were playing without no helmet. helmets? Yeah, for and sure. And then they kind of grandfathered in the helmet, yeah. and it's now with we're kind visors of, now. Yeah, with exactly. So basically, this kind of would have been back then with maybe grandfathering in goalie masks, which is <laughs> like If you're crazy. a goalie, like, why wouldn't yeah. you just be like, yeah, sure, I'll try out the mask, why not? Yeah, I'll put this thing on, uh, sure, <laughs> yeah, I can't see. But anyways, um, ah, he's like one of the last guys to throw the mask on, which is pretty crazy. But his basically his whole time playing for Winnipeg in the WHA, he did wear a mask. So it was that would have been okay, before that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, just before you go on, I wonder... Uh, we'll, we'll we'll check out a picture and I'll post a picture to the to the Instagram. But like, what kind of mask was it? One of those, you know, like yeah. the Jason style, totally. or like yeah, uh, yeah. No, it, it wasn't like the helmet with the cage yeah, thing yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was okay. a, a mask like that. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, he won uh, three Avco Cups with the Jets. Nice. Seventy six to seventy six, seventy seven. Oh wait, what? Like they got back to backs. How does this work? It says three, but they only list two years here. The good old folks at Wikipedia. Maybe they handed out two in one year. I don't know. Anyways. Um, head on down to the Manitoba Sports Hall of Fame to verify the facts. Exactly. Or just head on over to Joe Daly's card shop yeah, on St. Mary's. Ask the guy himself. But um, he, like I said, he's got his store there on St. Mary's Road. <clears throat> uh, what was the last thing I was looking for here? Did oh, you? Actually, first of all, He's born in East K. I was just about to say, did you mention where this kid hails no. from? So he's, he's, I guess, 
do you classify it's not winnipeg it's east k it's like it's it's a, it's well, it a used to thing. be its own but now it's amalgamated into the city of winnipeg so he's born february 20th 1943 yeah. east k east kildonan for those of you outside of winnipeg manitoba he had a couple inches on pokey reddick he's five foot ten um he played for the Pittsburgh Penguins, Buffalo Sabres, Detroit yeah, he, Red Wings. He would have seemed like a giant next to Pokey. Yeah. <laughs> and he played for the Jets in the WHA. Um, where I want to go here. He is an honored member of the hockey Manitoba Hockey Hall of Fame over there on Pacific Avenue, right by... Yeah. Um, Pacific and Waterfront, essentially. or Right by... Uh, what's that beer place now? Nonsuch. Nonsuch, yeah. So if you want to go for a pint at Nonsuch and then go check out Joe Daly in the... Uh, in the Manitoba Sports yeah. Hall of Fame. Tell them talking hockey sent you. So the last thing here I got for our boy Joe is his NHL totals. Yeah. Um, so WHA, he played 308 games. Yeah, that's a good amount. 167 wins, 113 losses, 13 ties. His save percentage was 889. Yeah. And he had 12 shutouts. What's his GAA for his career? 337. Yeah. That was WHA. Yeah. NHL, he played 106 games. He was 34, 44, and 19. So 10 games under 500. He did have an 898 goals, uh, <laughs> save percentage. Yeah. Three shutouts. Who was his NHL team? He played for Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're an expansion team, probably not the greatest. Yeah. So the first year when they were expansion team, he played one game. The next year he played 29 with Pittsburgh. Then he went down to the A and he played with the Baltimore Clippers in the AHL. Mm. He got, came back up to Pittsburgh, played nine games with them. Man, I bet you wonder, I wonder, did he play with Steve Durbano? No, Durbano probably came later for Pittsburgh. They had those baby blues, eh? Well, Remember those? 69-70, he was with Pittsburgh. Yeah. Then he played one season with Buffalo, and then he played one season with Detroit. He was probably on Gordy Howe's team, I would in, think. In Detroit? Well, 71-72. Howe might have been in Houston playing for the WHA at But I don't time. think the WHA started until the next year. Oh, yeah. Anyways, we'll ask our intern. Yeah, yeah, get the intern <laughs> on that. Uh, but anyways, Joe Daly... Uh, local legend also, he's, uh, you know, he's a legend when it comes to Winnipeg as far as, uh, Well, that's really cool. I didn't know that about that because I have driven by that place yeah. and I didn't really ever register who Joe Daly was. I yeah. was, well, here's what I thought. I just, I did just drive by that like last week and I thought, well, isn't that interesting? There's still like a sports card store or whatever. Cause I was like, I loved card stores when yeah. I was a kid. Well, we got the old card segment here yeah. next week. Maybe yeah, we got to go exactly. to Joe's place and buy a pack of cards. Oh God damn. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Fuck the fucking uh, dollar, dollar store. Yeah. We'll go pardon, get some. Pardon my French. I'm just <laughs> dropping the f bombs. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we got the explicit for on the Apple uh, iTunes. Yeah. Anyway. So that's that's our boy Joe Daly. Anyways, we are hitting the 90 minute mark here, which is oh. pretty much when we usually wrap her up. I guess it's both time to wrap. Uh, up. I guess looking ahead here, we got the Jets on a home stand here. We can. We'll obviously be talking about those games coming up. Next week, though, so you're going to... I'm going to Grand Forks. North Dakota. This Grand weekend, Forks, North Dakota. I'm going to go see the UND Fighting Hawks, nice. not the Fighting Sioux. Okay. The Fighting Hawks, they changed their name. 
Okay. Right? I was going to say, what's the difference? They just changed their name. Yeah. Okay. So basically, I am going to go see the Ralph Engelstad Arena. It's Which what? I hear is a beauty. I haven't been there yet. I'm stoked. Yeah. I'm going to go see some NCAA hockey. Yeah. Um, Should be fun. Uh, they probably got like the band playing the drums, I the would horns, think so. all that kind of stuff. It's going to be a packed house. Eh? Tucker Pullman used to play there oh, not too Tucker. long ago. Yeah. <laughs> Poolsy. <laughs> Poolsy. <laughs> hey, he's banged up right now. We didn't day talk day about though. that. Day to day. Yeah, he'll yeah. be back. He'll be back. Uh, also, uh, Beaulieu. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nathan Beaulieu. He's going to be back. I Actually, think that was just the best pronunciation I've ever said of his name <laughs> right there. I think he's playing tomorrow. But anyways... We'll have like three Jets games to talk about. I'll have a little report from the road. Nice. UND. Yeah. Um, probably, I don't know. Yeah. So. Crest Cold Call. We'll have. Next a, Monday is the. We'll do Hockey uh, Card War. Yeah. We'll play some Hockey Card War. Next Monday is Remembrance Day. So we're going to record on Remembrance Day. Uh, and so, yeah, next Monday, tune in. Uh, thanks for tuning in to this week. Hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, hit subscribe on iTunes. Give it a little star rating. Tell all your friends. Uh, and drop us a line. TalkingHockeyPod at gmail.com, etc. Yeah, make sure you send us some comments, questions. You know, anything you guys want us to nerd out about. Like mm-hmm. if it's like a current player or a current situation or our, our take on anything. Throw some topics out there. We'll maybe have one of your top topics is one of our hot topics mm-hmm. and we can go off on that for a while yeah. but anyways thanks for listening tommy it, it's been a good one it's been a pleasure we got thank you deep. yeah oh and uh to trans canada brewing co for the beer of the week with the uh sidewinder vienna lager there it delicious. is delicious keep your stick on the ice ran will do see you next week boys <laughs> later <laughs>